Hey bitch, my name is Kalima and welcome to You Are Doing Great Bitch. This is a podcast for all the bitches, for the bitches who doubt themselves, for the bitches who feel like they're alone, and of course, for the bitches who want to kiki. Join me and some of my favorite bitches on this journey of reminding you that you are doing great, bitch. I don't know, it's just like, I forgot what it was like to be here. Because oh, I've been gone for so long. No, sir. <laughs> All right, we live, bitch. Oh, <laughs> you over here about to give a serenade? Is well, this hello, everybody. Hey, Ooh, bitches. Shaz vocals. Right. <laughs> I'm a little rusty. Okay, I'm trying to put it down like, hey, y'all. <laughs> back around, like, I'm a little rusty. Also, my leg. <laughs> nah, because if we're going to talk about it, because on Christmas, I was in the kitchen singing with my sister and my father, Mr. Dotton. He going to call me into the living room. And I was like, yes, dad, what's wrong? He's like, listen, your singing days, those are through. I was like, oh, uh-uh, Mr. Dotton got to chill. <laughs> Talk about Christmas cheer. Okay, like, <laughs> I had to leave. Well, y'all, I hope that, I hope that you guys aren't mad at us. Please don't be mad at us. Like, I know it's been mad long. I know y'all been asking for content. I know y'all literally have been harassing each and every one of our text messages, which is like, Y'all are really going to have to chill with that next time. But <laughs> I can explain. <laughs> the holidays just kind of was like, psych. <laughs> y'all go. Y'all be all right. Oh. I was going to say, let me take that one. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Y'all know we had to pour our glasses. Clink, 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 clink. And here's to another episode. We have missed you guys. And we love you guys. We thank you for the support. We thank you for the push. You know, because um, it has been tough. 2020 has been tough and that's pretty much how we're going to start off this episode we just want to kind of recap like share with y'all how we've been feeling about the year because we're going into the new year um just check in and see like how the holiday season has been because the holiday season is weird in the middle of a pandemic yeah so weird like i didn't even feel like christmas to be honest I'm saying, and normally we celebrate Kwanzaa, and my mom is not doing Kwanzaa this year. No, I don't think so. It's like I was gonna say, girl, it's the third day. I know, but like we usually have like our potluck and everything. Oh, like okay. we still celebrate Kwanzaa, but it's just like as far as having like our little like thing. We and we always celebrate it on the day of Nia, which means purpose. Mm-hmm. So we try to have everybody come through. Steph's definitely come through with the guac. Oh, you Maybe next Kwanzaa she can come through with the shrimp cups. Okay. <laughs> well, so we ain't forgot about them. Okay. Never. Never. Well, you know I don't miss Kwanzaa. But you no, know, Steph has been at every Kwanzaa. Like, <laughs> literally mad happy. Up. No, so that's funny because um, I just reconnected with a friend. Shout out my guy, Kizzy. Um, so I just actually reconnected with Kyle. And he is changing his, like, you know, oh, yeah. his household around. He's Let me like, find out not- he's Kyle Farrakhan. <laughs> <laughs> It's all jokes. You woke, brother. You woke. You woke. But no, he really said that. He's like, you know, we're not doing Christmas this year. We're going to do Kwanzaa. He's trying to instill something different in his son. So that's amazing. I I think that that's dope. Yeah. Because I'm over here the other day asking my child's father, like, sir, are we going to tell our son about Santa? Like, how are we going to do this? Yo, for real, are you guys going to do that? Yeah. I guess. He said up until middle school, because, you know, middle school is the time when the Aggie ass kids 
want to just ruin you everything. Still believe in that? First like, of all, I knew business. right, <laughs> and I know that my Santa God is is a woman in my household. So, and I knew that Santa was a woman in my household when my mom's door was locked <laughs> a few days before Christmas. It's so funny because yeah. even rapping this year, normally she always tries to do it like a couple of days before Christmas, but this time she was just like, honestly, fuck it, like. Whatever is if I see in my room, I'll bring it down to the tree. Literally put all my sister's gifts in like a Marshall's bag. I said, wow. Wow. That She's is like, I'm like, I hear it. Christmas of a pandemic. Hey, like, she was saving money on wrapping paper and tape, Yeah. So. But what typically what we'd be doing is um brown bag. Okay. Like that has been our theme for a couple years and I like it. Mm. But yeah, 2020, 2020 needs to be dragged by her hair. Different. By her, her non-melted lace. Different. It's like if I could think of a scene in a movie and describe it as 2020, I would have to think about Condola telling Lawrence, what's that boy's name? Is that his name? Yeah, Lawrence. Mm -hmm. Yes, Condola telling Lawrence that she's pregnant and then Lawrence going to tell Issa. Shout out to all my people who watch. Oh, did we watch that episode together? Girl, and we was on the phone screaming. No, I I came to your house. Cause and, you were still oh, pregnant. You're right. You was right. back. Yep. Yeah, this is back before you, at your old place. And oh I literally stopped by and we watched that shit together. And we just sat there in silence for like five minutes. Cause I'm like, there's no way that scene with Issa smoking that blunt. I, I literally had to smoke three of them after that episode. Cause I'm like, there's no fucking way. If I had to describe 2020, that's what 2020 feels like. That is exactly. That's spot on. You feel what I'm saying? That, Shout out to all my people who wants insecure. I know we waiting for it to come back. 2020 was a bunch of mollies. Ooh. Ooh. And I know y'all ain't ready for that conversation. Mm -mm. 2020 was definitely filled with mollies. Niggas was obviously taking mollies. It's so unreal. Like, I feel like, are we waking up from this shit? Like, are we still sleeping? Like, what the fuck just happened, yo? But every day you're waking up and you're just like, another one. (laughs) Another one. It's literally like March. It's like March 120. Bro, and I think that that's funny because literally, so March, I was three going on four months pregnant. I just remember us being out at the place in, um, where did we go to? Was it, um, shit, um, um, Peabody? Yep. We went out to Peabody, celebrated my birthday out there. And, you know, you was hearing little tidbits like on the news of like, this whole virus thing, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really prominent in the U.S. yet. Literally, within a week after that, everything was getting shut the fuck down. Everything. It was mm-hmm. crazy, yo. Because I really thought it was a flu. Like, I was like, all right, y'all gassing it. Like, it's not that serious. Right. Because right. it was a swine flu. Like, exactly. that was being... We lived through Ebola. I like, come on. So I was like, all right, but like, whatever. Then they really were shutting shit down. I was like, we are dead ass. Like, right. people getting furloughed. The unemployment scammers went up. Like, oh no, yo, the <laughs> pandemic boys ran it up. Yo. Can you send some money to my account? So I'm not all I know is that I with, hope y'all made donations the, this year. That's with the panda boys, because I'm going to call them the panda boys. That's because <laughs> that's exactly what the fuck they are. When y'all go to jail, don't call me. Can we not speak that into existence? I don't, I don't want them to get locked up. No, I don't them want them too. to get locked up, but I'm telling you, if you take try to take my social, I want you locked up. Oh, if oh, you're trying yeah, to take yeah, my yeah. shit. Yeah. Because you know, then if I can't get my unemployment because you want to be on some fuck shit, 
go to jail, <laughs> Yo, <laughs> prison. No, no sis. In not the penitentiary. No, <laughs> Shout out to all y'all. Whatever y'all did, fuck it. I hope y'all multiplied it. That's all I care about. I talked about going on unemployment almost every single day of my pregnancy. So shout out to all the frontline workers for y'all. Absolutely. Being there, being present. You know, I know what it feels like to have to like come home and the first thing on your mind is, okay, I've just been out. I've been at work. I've been potentially exposed. Now I got to come back to the house. I got to Clorox this. I got to wipe this down. I got to take a shower. Like I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like even more to everybody who was pregnant this year because the first thing on your mind is okay so if i get corona is it gonna affect the baby am i gonna have to deliver my baby early like the anxiety and the stress behind the unknown with this shit is unreal is unreal and i thought about going on unemployment every single day because technically i'm not a frontline worker but i am an essential worker mm-hmm. so i my job is still open there was no shutting down there was no getting furloughed you know what i'm saying and it's like in a sense i have to accept that because it's a blessing um i can't imagine what it feels like for other people who were unable to have an income mm-hmm. but then it's like also on the other hand I'm putting myself at risk every day just so that I could still make it in this place we call the United States. Like, and for what? I know. And your whole pregnancy was in a pandemic. Like, I just remember the day we found out that she was pregnant and it was just like, wow, like, I just, if I knew that, like, 2020 was going to be like this, like, I, it just. You're not, though. Listen, I will say it 100%. If I knew that 2020 was going to be like this, I probably would have thought twice about carrying out a pregnancy because it's un- the the unknown, the anxiety. Like, mm-hmm. they tell you not to stress while you're pregnant. Every day I was stressing. Of course. Every How day I was not? stressing. And then it's like, you got my mom. She's been, like, addicted to CNN, whether she wants to believe that she's addicted or not. Like, she, I come home, CNN, and I see, like, the sidebar where it has, like, the number of cases, the number oh. of deaths. Like, it's like... I get how serious this is, and it's super serious, and I don't want it to come off like I'm taking away from, like, the severity or, like, people who've lost family members and stuff. For me, I know definitely at some point I had to, like, shut down just for my own mental health because it's, like, while it's physically taking away people, like, mentally, it's fucking up a lot of people. And I definitely feel like even with all this going on, it's like there's still no like real pure resource. And it's like the the counseling that they feel like is more affordable. It's still not affordable for low income families or people who like just don't know where their head's at. So it's just I don't know. 2021, I just hope that like we can do better with like better resources for mental health. Everybody, please get on your mental health tip. Like. Steph, you said something earlier, just basically about like how we all, everybody, each and every person no, has been no. affected by this year. Literally, like we're all at an equal state of damage. Whether you lost somebody or not, you mentally went through something this year that you didn't go through last year. You probably never tapped into that side of your mental. But this year was that year that we all went sideways with the mental shit. Like, Bro. honestly. Definitely tap into your mental health and please practice healing. A lot of people I feel like haven't even tapped into meditating. 
I feel like that's super important for everybody to tap into meditating and just shutting out the world for a few and breathe. Like, do you guys notice even like your breathing patterns? Like all that matters. Sometimes you out here, your heart is racing, your mind is racing and it doesn't stop. You need that shut down. You need to center back in and really like tap into that because we need to all heal as a whole. Like it's crazy, like globally. Yes. We have to heal. It's like, not even. There just needs to be like a the size of like the globe. There just needs to be like a sage, just like cleansing it. We need a whole hour with a of sprinkle. prayer. Like the whole world needs to t- pull up and pray. Just power down real quick. It, yes, literally. Like I feel like that would be so moving. That would be powerful. Yeah, that would be powerful. And it's like even if you don't believe in a god, even if you don't believe in a higher power, whatever you believe in, you need to reach excuse me reach out reach out and just oh center back in like we're okay all, we're off beat right now like yeah we gotta bring that shit the fuck back yes. okay holiday holiday bring season. that shit okay i was in the plane with the way though let me uh, stop see, <laughs> I, was, I have had a offbeat day i have had an offbeat day um I think what a lot of us too need to t- need to really tune up in the year 2021 is stop with these jobs. Like now that we're now that we're really recognizing in the middle of a pandemic how your jobs pretty much treat you. That's a very key thing. You have to pay attention to what these employers did in the middle of a global pandemic. And for me, it's just kind of like, like I said, I'm going to be grateful because I've had a steady income, but I had to take maternity leave. Maternity leave is unpaid in Massachusetts as of right now. 2021, it looks to be that my company is going to start paying people out for your FMLA. Wait, wait, wait. Run that, run, run that shit back. Wait, Bring that shit the fuck back. Maternity leave is unpaid in Massachusetts? Yes, honey. Ooh, What? That's I'm pretty ridiculous. sure maternity leave is unpaid in a few states. I'm not sure. That's how many. ridiculous. No, I never tapped into that. I'm That's, not sure that how many. Ridiculous. You know what's crazy? Because at the job that I just got laid off from, um, they no, I was trying to be nice about it, but fuck it, fuck yeah. them. But like their maternity, I will say though that they're like paternal leave. They will pay you for maternity, leave, but I feel like because my the company is global. That's probably why they like they have to. Yes, but yeah, people was getting paid for maternity leave. So in my job, it's certain organizations. But right here, if you look it up, it says Massachusetts law requires employers to provide up to eight weeks of leave unpaid to employees for the birth or adoption of a child. So originally, they give you eight weeks of leave. And then it says you get 12 weeks if you're eligible. So I was given 12 weeks because I worked for a whole year for the company, mm-hmm. but it was still unpaid. Now, if you have sufficient enough in your, um, what's it called? In your paid time off. Oh, like your accrual and yep, stuff. And your paid time off or in your sick time, you can pretty much cover whatever you're missing. Mm-hmm. I did not have enough. You don't accrue enough to cover for three months in a year of working. What does that sound like to you? Slavery. You put in 40 hours a week. 
Slavery. And you can't even accrue up to enough vacation or sick time to cover three months. That's some bullshit. Bro, I like I just learned that these companies really don't be giving a single fuck. Especially for women, like like at all. Black women, black and brown women, they give zero fucks. They be like, okay, and what's that gotta do with me? Bitch, you got everything to do with you. Everything. Everything. We're literally the backbone of why your company is still thriving. Quiet as is kept. And I know a lot of not a lot of people are ready for that conversation, but it's like I'm just really fed up and I know it's probably not gonna be an overnight thing. I'm just tired of black and brown women being the backbone of a lot of shit popping off and not getting the recognition for it. It's like you run us the fuck dry. And we're constantly having to prove ourselves. What is there more to prove? Y'all don't see this shit with your eyes? I had a conversation with my supervisor, who is a fellow brown woman. Hmm. And she pretty much called a supervision because for the last so i've been back to week back to work y'all for almost three weeks going on a month now yeah um and it's a very hard adjustment it's a hard adjustment when you just spent the last three months at home with your newborn you pretty much created a whole new schedule for yourself you're getting used to the schedule that your child gives you because okay they are not kidding when they say if you like napping and you like your sleep, do not have a kid, okay? Because let me tell you something. I sleep when my son sleeps and I'm up when he's up. And majority of the time, baby boy likes to be up, okay? <laughs> but it's been hard to kind of just be like, okay, I'm getting up in the morning. I'm going to make sure I got my lunch together, make sure my child's father got his lunch together, make sure that there's bottles prepared for him. And then I still got to wash my ass put on something appropriate and then get on the road from Holbrook to Boston. You know, I'm getting up and I'm doing that pretty much at the start of like 5 30, 5 45 every mm. day. Cause my son wakes up at 4 45 every morning on the dot so that he can eat. Okay. She calls a supervision because she feels like me coming into work 901, 902, 903 is not good enough for her. Like, did she not? have the understanding that you just had a baby one i'm sure she was gassing you up while you was pregnant like oh my gosh you're such a great mother uh uh you know that you're a new first time mom it's like i don't know i can we use our brain in 2021 please that's all i'm asking for in 2021 with a cherry on top 2021 but she said to me in the supervision and this is why i say i really want y'all to just just when it comes to these jobs 2021 do not bend over backwards because I've bent over backwards for this company. I have busted my ass in my job position and in my role. And she looked at me after being pregnant for a whole nine months in a pandemic, coming to work every day, not taking no sick days, going against my doctor's advice and still showing up at work, even though my doctor told me that I should not. And she looked at me during the supervision because I was voicing how I feel she could back up off me a little bit and said to me that I come into that workplace acting as if somebody owes me something. Get the fuck out of here. No. You owe me the world, actually. I think you owe me the world and then some. You feel what I'm saying? I deserve the whole solar system. I think I deserve the universe, bitch. You want to know why? Because I was here when... Anybody else who 
probably had just a tad more sense than I did during the time would have quit on your ass and protected themselves and their unborn child. I'm telling you, I'm quitting with all my might. (laughs) So that's really what I want y'all to focus on as well. Leaving 2020 and this bullshit ass belief that we need to put these jobs before we put ourselves. No, we come first and these motherfuckers can come second because I could have died and they would have found somebody else to fill my position. Yeah, absolutely. They will they let you they know don't how even replaceable send you flowers. Yeah. They'll let you know how replaceable you are. They will make sure you and your family know how replaceable you can be. And it's so unfortunate. That's right. That's, that's why, right. to be honest, again, it's always gonna be fuck my job because that's what I was an office administrator at like a tech company. And basically I they was having me put myself at risk. Um they had me do some illegal shit there, and I'm gonna just talk about it now because I don't owe nothing to them. Hey, so <laughs> in the beginning of this year alone, I knew it was the beginning of the end for me. January 10th, to be exact, I had a manager at my job basically bully me into sending LinkedIn recruitment e- emails through his account. Mm-hmm. That's illegal. Mm. I'm not an HR. I'm not HR certified. I'm not a recruiter. And oh. I'm sending re- LinkedIn emails to do somebody else's LinkedIn account. So basically, he was just. And too then to here's the it. kicker. Uh-huh. So we use this thing called Slack. Anybody who who knows what Slack is, you already know. You just know hear that little bubble pop notification. That's annoying as fuck. You know what Slack is. <laughs> so he, you know, his his light bright ass decides to go on Slack talking about yeah. I sent him 30 LinkedIn emails. And I'm like, oh, did you? I didn't know that your name was Kalima. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they that whole job had me fucked up, okay? They had me going to FedEx, going out of pocket to ship out laptops. Oh, they had me going back and forth to the office. Like when I tell you, like the whites be needy. Mm, But we knew that the cream to the coffee be needy. But we knew that. Needy as hell. So when I that I was getting laid off, and then here's the kicker with me getting laid off. They were trying to offer me a position that paid less than what I was already getting paid at that time. So I'm like, oh, oh, okay, cool, fuck y'all. And then try to make it seem like people was leaving the the all the the office admin was um, wiped clean globally. Nope, the office admin got upgraded to another position. Wow. within the headquarters and then there's another office admin that's in the Netherlands location she's still there y'all just didn't want to pay me and that's what it comes down just fucking to. say that shit because don't make it seem like oh it's not you I know it's not me because I was doing working my ass off at this job and it's just like something that I'm just really tired of in general I feel like niggas be trying to give me the scraps like I'm that one and it's just like if I really wanted to take out all my trauma on you a lot of y'all motherfuckers will be in the ICU and that's it and that's, that's that just that on, that, that on that that's just that on that okay where's the wine at because I need to <laughs> sippy, sippy. I need to simmer down so we gonna come back really shortly because fuck them niggas okay? okay fuck 2020 fuck them jobs okay <laughs> I'm I'm not a job, bitch. I am a job, whatever. And that's I don't that. want jobs, bitch. I am a job. Okay. On Carisha. Yeah. All right, y'all. We're back. I hope you missed us. Hello. Because we missed you. What's poppin'? 
2020. Back at it again. Okay, 2020. Literally, they changing exits on us. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> they just right at the last week of 2020, like you had all she 11 other so months. So much really happened. Like, was the very first thing Kobe's death? Was that I think that's song? pretty much like the domino that kind of hit every other domino. But can we talk about it? Because Pop Smoke also died this year. Too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's why I'm like, we really got. It was Kobe, timeline, yeah. then Pop Smoke, mm-hmm. then I, Corona. Lord have mercy. Hey yo, rest in peace, my guy Chadwick Boseman. Oh, yo, yeah, rest in peace. Too. Yo, just shout out to everybody that we lost this year. Yeah, because like, we lost a lot yo, of people it was this over year. 100K people. We lost a lot of people. Like, Freaking, what? what's his name? Who died? Regis. The the. You remember me from Regis and Kelly? No. The white. That? All right, you ever see the show Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yes. The 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 short white guy with the curly hair. He had like that like. That nasally ass voice, but he was the old little guy who used to be on who used to host who wants to be a millionaire. You might have to show me a picture. If I show you a picture, you're gonna be like, Yeah, you're I definitely know who you're talking about. Oh my gosh, my guy from the um Debo died. Debo, um, who else? Who else? What? Yes. Yes. I was like, not my nigga Regis. (laughs) Who else? Who else? My guy from um was it Jeopardy? Oh, when Alex Chebet yeah. died, I was like, yeah, yeah, 2020 was, and it's crazy because he announced that he had cancer, I think last year, was it last year or like earlier this year? And then it's so crazy because it's like, damn, I hope that Alex Chebet don't die. Like, I hope he actually survives this. And then for him to say that he died, I was just like, yeah, they need to just end Jeopardy. Cancer is a motherfucker. I truly hope that we start to excel in the research and the cures because cancer takes way too many of our loved ones. I lost my grandmother to cancer. I lost my aunt to cancer. It, it, it it's, it's, it's like ghetto. You know what I'm saying? It's very ghetto. The minute that people hear cancer is literally just like, all right, so either we're going to make it through this shit or we're not like, yeah, they came out with that movie. They made that movie. Um, all my life and I am uh you know as Woody will say my child's father he'll be like you know I love all the chick flicks and I do I am a sucker for a good romance movie mm-hmm. I cannot turn on that movie because all my life tells the true story about a man and a woman who meet it's like a picture perfect love story fairy tale and then one day he wakes up and he gets diagnosed with cancer and they're engaged to be married. And the doctors tell him that he's not even going to make it to the wedding. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Imagine I goosebumps. You find the yeah, I don't life. do I don't do I don't do good with um like cancer and just like deaths like a family member. I just found out family member just passed away yesterday, but she was already in hospice. Mm, yeah. Oh, okay. And. You know, for me, like how I react to deaths, like because maybe because like not a lot of people who are close to me has passed away. Like I kind of just never got too attached to people like that. But like, it's just really sad because it's like a lot of like older people in my life, like they're leaving and this is like, wow, they're actually getting old. And I think maybe the one death that like kind of affected me and it makes me sad because I didn't even go to the funeral, still haven't been to the gravesite. Um, my great grandmother Sanders, Grandma Sanders, my older sister's great grandmother. Um, she died while I was in college freshman year. Yeah, and I felt so shitty because I was crying about a whole other situation over some nigga. 
and my mom calls me and tells me that like she passed away and then I felt even more shitty because I'm already sad about this situation and now I'm like damn this lady's really gone and it's just like but I also know she was getting up in age two and like it was sad to say that she was kind of ready like she was just kind of like all right like four of her kids have already passed away Mm. at that point like it was just like a lot and it's just really a weird time there are those there are those instances where I feel like I have to like take a step back and like really just kind of be like you know what I'm saying this shit could really be here today and gone tomorrow Mm -hmm. absolutely and I think when I was younger and I remember going to my dad about this I would literally kind of bring myself to like panic attacks thinking about the fact that like yo death is inevitable like Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna be here one day like I'm just gonna wake up and everything is gonna be black and I think that's when he really wanted me to kind of build a relationship with God and like get stronger in my religion because he's Mm. like if you believe and if you have faith then you know they don't call it death you know what I'm saying they just call it a passing they call it your home going you know what I'm saying you're Mm -hmm. gonna be going on to a better place basically Mm -hmm. um and i think that having faith kind of has brought me some sort of like solace but just the idea is still shaky it still shakes yeah the one thing we have guaranteed is death yeah so it's kind of pointless to fear something that we know is guaranteed like that's how i looked at it and that's how i was told to look at it yeah like honestly we're all one thing that we have guaranteed for sure is death so like nigga we death shouldn't taxes, nigga. <laughs> okay you know them taxes heavy on the taxes <laughs> heavy on the taxes taxes don't forgive no guys. but like even <laughs> when like i be getting mad at my mom when she talks about yeah when i'm dead and gone it's just like lady i be wanting to woo, i be wanting to backhand no, my sure. father i'm still taking in like my grandmother passed in october so i'm still taking that in that was like my first like I don't know even how to describe it. Like that was the first time that I was really like, wow, I'm never gonna see her again. Like, yeah. Because yeah. other people have passed in my life, but it hasn't affected me as much as her. Because it's like Gosh. I lived with this woman for so many years, so it's like so weird to not and she's pull missed. up on her. Like, she's she's definitely missed because I've met her grandmother missed. a couple times, and like even though her grandmother don't speak an ounce of English, I definitely felt like just walking into her presence, like. She made me feel welcome. No, for sure. She even and, let me sit in her Spanish, chair. She like, was like, um, did she eat? Go get, go give your friend a plate. Like my grandmother <laughs> always made sure everybody had to eat, even if it was a slice of bread. Like that's yeah. what I truly mess up her because nobody asks me on a daily basis, did you eat? But that woman right there, grandmothers don't play that. They yeah. don't play that. Like that's a love you don't forget, and that's yeah. a love you really need. Like. Grandmothers need to live forever. I wish grandmothers could live oh, forever. No. I miss my grandmother. My grandmother, Eartha, she passed. I want to say it's been, oh my gosh, three years now? Four years now, maybe? No, three years. Yeah, because my mom, so my mom, this is this is why I can say that like I'm kind of at a place where I accept death, but then also there's just shit that just still gives me like the uh, feeling because my mom... That was my best friend, my angel. She passed away on July 11th. And then three years later, my grandmother passes away on July 19th. July comes around. I don't want to talk to nobody. 
Oh but talk to me on the nobody. 9th of July. I know I'm not to make it. Like, I know, I know. <laughs> let me stop. Let me stop. Because I'm like, but that's crazy. Like, because I think that's another reason sometimes, even like when the month of July comes, it gets mad bittersweet because a lot of people die around my birthday. If not before my birthday, someone's July dying. Is hectic. It's like the summertime, it gets crazy. So, like, I off rip, I always get some sort of anxiety because I'm just like, yo, this is just, this is the fucking wild. The summertime itself, I remember, like, um, grow, I grew up in Cambridge, okay? But then I remember just kind of getting older and going out and doing my own thing. And then, like, eventually I ventured off into Boston. And I remember they just used to talk, like, yo, the summertime, be careful. The summertime, be careful. And it's just, it doesn't make any sense. Like, why yeah. people feel like the heat needs to bring violence, needs to bring unruly. No, the heat yeah, needs like, to bring your ass to AC and just okay. sit your ass down. Before I lived in Boston, I used to really be like, yo, Boston does not get busy like that. Like, I don't know what y'all talking about. Nah, bitch. <laughs> you then I tapped in and I was like, yo, why y'all beefing across the street from each other and some more shit? Over street names. Yeah. Over Wait. street names, though. Huh? That's the Boston is too small for all this beef, bro. And y'all really, y'all really handle that beefing over projects. And especially because it's like how it be like someone could be beefing with somebody, and it's like that's your cousin, but that's also your man. Yo, and it's just it's crazy. It's crazy. It gets really small. Like Boston is really small. I'm sorry. It's super small. No, it's it's dumb small. How there's so much violence in such a small city. It's it's bad. Like it's so bad. Like even like, cause it's like I feel like my story is always just mad complex because it's like I grew up in Boston most of my life, but I'm originally a North Shore baby. Like I'm Westland. You know that's always gonna be like a part of my life because at some point, like you know, that was a norm for me. Like anybody who knows if you're from the North Shore, shout out to those who was born in Beverly Hospital because Lindo has a hospital. I was. That's crazy. I was born in Beverly, Massachusetts. Beverly. I never heard of this place in my life. I was like, I was born. <laughs> no, my mom told me I was born in Beverly, Mass. I was like, I was born in Beverly Hills. I'm rich. She's like, no, Beverly, Massachusetts. Yeah, tone it down. <laughs> you know, I was trying to like, you know, big it up or whatever. She said I First came all, from. I was money. born in Lincoln Hospital in the South Bronx. If you know, you know. <laughs> Wait, is it so giving carny vibes in New York? It just might because Ooh. you, if you dying, don't pull up to Carney or First Lincoln of all, Hospital. Yeah, Carney, Carney. I don't even know. Carney's an urgent you got care. Shot and you That's got not sent so to urgent. <laughs> Carney Hospital is an urgent care without a sense of urgency. Bro, That's I'll all. Carney for a band aid and be out. Like I'm First not pulling all, up with no wounds. Fuck bro, out, absolutely not. But. Yeah, that's crazy. Like my sister, she was born, she was born in Lynn, but like where she was born, it's now a parking lot of the super stop and shop. Oh wow. Yeah, so there's that. Um <laughs> but yeah, like I don't know. I felt like definitely Boston, in a sense, like Boston's one of those cities to me, it's a blessing and a curse because it's like, yeah, it saves my family and I from like even deeper issues but I still left you know wherever I came from with more issues growing up right because especially like I don't know just in Boston it's like a crabs in a bucket type of like city 
and it's very like on some clicky shit. Like even when I'm getting my nails done, like when I used to go to the Asians, like this is one particular shop. Like I feel like this person only likes to take hood rats as their clients and they would be mad nice to like all the hood rich known people in Boston. But if it was a regular and you do, and if you know, you know, I ain't even going to say names, but I'm looking at Stephanie, Stephanie looking at me and she already know what the fuck I'm talking about. Listen, listen, I'm going to just, let me just, hold on. Let me just write it down because I ain't trying to like, you know, I don't want nobody trying to come for us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause and you know my mom had to check this person a few times. Oh, see, cause when you get Mama Boldest out her character, listen, she don't say what she have to say. That's one thing. Listen, and we respect it on that side. Okay, shout out to Michelle Boldus because always, <laughs> always she got a shout out every trip. no, but we love her. No, no for real, literally. She need that. But you want to know something? Cause we talking about tapping no sweetie or whatever. Um. I think I need to address the fact that my oldest sister died and I did not cry. I did not mourn. I was not really bothered. I think, okay, let me backtrack because that probably sounded really dark. Right, this was <laughs> I was like, this was really I was like whoa. We're going to tap in with you right now. Okay, so. Yeah. It's just in regards to when you have an estranged relationship with somebody, mm. right? And this is my oldest out of my mom's kids. This is my mom's first daughter. Okay. And her upbringing with my mother was completely different from my upbringing with my mother. You're in the living room, you know what I'm saying, doing drugs with each other. My mother never exposed me to that a day in my life. Mm. And I thank God every day that she didn't. But, you know, I understand that there was a different dynamic between the two of them. And I'm almost sorry that she had to experience that, you know, because I don't believe that any mother-daughter relationship should be bonded between the fact that I'm going to smoke this crack and I'm going to hand it to you. You feel what I'm saying? For sure. That's tough. So... For a lot of years, I'm sure that my sister held animosity towards my mom for exposing her to that lifestyle. And granted, I'm just as mad as you are. I'm pissed because, you know what I'm saying? What was your childhood? What was your adolescence Do you like? know how old your mother was when she had your older sister? Um, I want to say she probably was around 16, 17. They were very close in age. My okay. mom was only 49 when she passed, and she, Tanisha passed, I want to say, like, three months ago now. If not three months ago, then two months ago. Um, hmm. And she was just about to be in her 40s. She wasn't even in her 40s yet. She was just about to be in her 40s. That's um, I still, to this day, don't know the cause of her death. Um, I know that she has been struggling with substance abuse for a while now. But our relationship was estranged. She talked to me out the side of her mouth, which for those of you who know me, I do not play disrespect from nobody. I don't care if you are an elder, a younger person. Uh, you could be purple, green, black, yellow. Um, I give respect 
because I would like respect back. And even as a sister, like she stepped out of line. And she stepped out of line when our mother was probably only a week deceased. Like my mom had just passed. You know what I'm saying? So I took that to the heart because like my focus is not on you right now. My focus is on the fact that I'm grieving the fact my mom's gone. Yeah. And you out here coming out the side of your neck. And I never let go of that. Mm. And it was not until I was pregnant with my son. And I'm like, all right, like, let me think back on the things that I could have did differently. Let me think back on the people who maybe I didn't give a second chance that deserved a second chance and the people that I gave too many chances to. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you start to reflect. And I was having a conversation with, my aunt and my other sisters and it was just you know I didn't take a second to think about maybe what my sister was feeling when our mother did pass and like what her process was where her train of thought was going you know what I'm saying so I'm like all right maybe I'll reach out to her maybe I'll say you know what let's just kind of bury the hatchet and let's have a conversation and the minute I had that thought I'm getting the call that she's dead So I think that I say this in a sense of especially leaving this year and we're now about to enter into a new year. A lot of shit, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But if there is a conversation that you feel you can have with somebody, if there is a relationship you feel can be mended that needs to be mended, um, then do it because it's still very weird and I'm still trying to process the fact that like I literally lost a sibling and I just had to chop it up like a death is a death and it's always going to be a sad thing but like I can't cry over you because we never got to have that conversation Mm. so do you think from now like is it just a big question mark for you or are you just working to heal towards like being content you know, I, like, I don't even know how to put that question, but you know what I mean? Like, I think, what, like, what's the next step yeah, for, like, like moving forward if something was, yeah, look like going forward? I think for anybody moving forward, like, I'm gonna try my best to always clear the air with people. I'm gonna try my best to always be kind of like on a copacetic and content, like, level ground area, basically is what I'm trying to say, but I'm not overdoing it. I'm not overextending myself for you. I'm not reaching out to you more than you reach out to me. Like it gotta be a two way street. And mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what tore me apart from my older sisters because she never let it be a two way street. Mm-hmm. It was either you're gonna come to me or I'm gonna keep it pushing. And mm-hmm. I was not <laughs> going to her, I was not, no. But uh, rest in peace, regardless, she Absolutely. had a daughter. No daughter has to be without their mom. And I stand by that because I am without my mom five years later. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Just something to reflect on. We're reflecting yeah. this episode. This is a real reflective episode because, girl, you have me oh, over here sure. thinking about my life and, like, kind of just, like, with my relationship with my sister. Like, so I have two older sisters. The oldest sister... She'll be 40 next year. I'll be 25. So there's like a 
there's a 15 year age difference. So like, by the time I was growing up, she was already out the house. Right. And also our relationship is very like, I feel like I keep it cute for the sake of my mom because I value my mom and like, you know, she had my sister at 17, my oldest sister at 17. So I know what my sister had to go through growing up is definitely different from mine. However, because I don't want to downplay what she's been through because she's been through a lot. I kind of feel like some of the resentment that she would hold against my mom, I would feel it because, oh, I'm going off to college. I'm doing this. I'm kind of like the the poster child of the family. So I feel like it's on some anything for Kalima and it's just like ro- rolls eyes at the end. And it's just like, I don't know. Also, because I'm the youngest, I felt like she just doesn't really take me too serious sometimes. Like, you're just the baby sister, like, you know, say whatever you need to say. And it kind of just comes off a little patronizing, too. I don't know. She's kind of just, like, as I got older, because I used to always be, like, the one to, like, defend her and stuff, like, because my family would talk mad shit about her, calling a spade a spade, and would provoke her and stuff, and, like, kind of treat her like the black sheep. And here I am going out my way, like, mountains and valleys to defend her. And as I get older, I see, I start to see what, you know, not necessarily what people are talking about, but I kind of have like a, an opinion of my own of like who she is as a person. It's like, she did some really questionable shit. Like she's done some really questionable shit. And I've tried to like give her the benefit of the doubt of like, you know, she has a mental illness. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing that's, it's difficult that I'm a stranger. And I feel like that's probably the only part of me that feels guilty that like, I have to distance myself from her is because of her mental illness. But I feel like it's not necessarily her mental illness that's making me distance myself. It's more so just the childish behaviors and kind of just like, you're just moving in a way that's not healthy for my growth. Right. Like the other day she came over for Christmas and like, I low key think she doing OnlyFans, but that's just, that's, a, that's another day for another dollar. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But she just, I don't know. I just feel like every time she comes to the house, like, the energy's just off. And it's just always something. And it's just, like, it's just always a big production sometimes. And, like, I had just recently followed her on Twitter again. After, like, having her blocked for, like, two, three years. Well, that's growth. It is. But I might have to go backwards. Because... When I tell you Shorty was spamming my Twitter, liking every photo, almost every tweet, just like I could tell she was like studying my page, like oh, type Jesus. shit. So I DM'd her like, um, I know you're mad excited to like, you know, we're following each other again, but you're you're overwhelming me. Like, and I feel like for me, that definitely is growth because I kind of am the type of person I would just suppress how I feel. And especially because she's my oldest sister, like, in my mind, I still respect that, like, you know, she's the oldest, but even though I really didn't want carrying the family, Mm. but there's that. So I'm just trying, like, my best to just forgive, because I struggle with forgiving people, like, a lot, like, like, and not even to, like, be crying on some crybaby shit, but, like, Niggas have just switched up on me, like, one too many times. And I'm just at a place now where it's, like, (laughs) 
because of all the shit I've been through, like I literally am capable of like sending somebody in the ICU and I don't want that like part of me to like ever come to like Hello. Because it's not it's not it. I don't got bail money right now, sis. I'm poor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't even have bail money for myself. Yeah. I'm yeah. poor. So that's what we're not gonna do. Okay, right? so, so, so we're gonna uh, hit the avoid button. Okay, and that's why my black ass being high park in my room just like twiddling okay. my thumbs because I'm like, damn. If you had to, let's just say, because in the spirit of growth and being grown women and, you know, we're reflecting and we're doing our thing right now, we're letting out, you know, some some deep shit, some heavy shit. If you had to call one person right now and just literally be like, look, I'm trying to chop the shit up with you. So not even that I can forgive you and move on, but just so that I can let it go myself. Would you have one person to call? I mean, I did that on Thanksgiving with my father, which was, it took a lot out of me because I'm very prideful. And, you know, Taurus gang and his bitch. So I got Taurus my bullhorns. <laughs> yeah, because my bullhorns really be like, bitch, no. But life be like, you really have to do what you have to do sometimes. Because I didn't speak to my father all 2020 due to past shit that I've been holding against him and stuff like that. And I really had to sit with myself and be like, yo, life's too short. Over 100K people died this year. Right. And I haven't spoken to my father all year. Granted, it's a situation where my father feels like he's the father, I'm the child, I have to look for him. And in my eyes, I'm like, you're the parent. Your job is never done as a parent. I could be 42. You got to check in on your child. And that's on everything. And that's just really how I feel. And I feel like that's just law. Like, as it, once, you, once you sign up for that child, you have to be on top of that's you for the rest of your life until right. you're done. Right. So it's a situation like that where he's stubborn and thinks that i have to look out for him and his job is done i'm 18 plus now so i'm grown no your job isn't done in my eyes right. and we don't live in the same state so it's like you definitely have to check in on your kid that's out of state and isn't that odd how like even going towards the age of 18 they treat you like you're a child like especially in the west indian and like island families it's awesome you're seen but not heard type shit and now that i'm 18 it's like you expect me to be a grown woman when you've been carrying me like a child and even then as you want me to still be a grown woman i'm still a child absolutely <laughs> like it's so complex like there's mad layers to that shit like, no it's like they the thing is with like caribbean households they pick and choose absolutely oh absolutely boom flick so you Absolutely. can't, you can't, if you out here showing a little cleavage, you think you're too grown and you you think you're cute, but when it's actually Logging time off. to be grown, oh, Logging you're still a off. child. Logging the fuck off because that's really what my family be on talking about. Absolutely, yo. Get on with Can that. I just, okay, so y'all seen that cute ass picture that I posted last week on my Instagram with the gray body, with the gray long johns or whatever. Yeah, I was busting. feeling, I was feeling myself, okay? okay. Big Respect body bags. Okay. <laughs> Come Call on. me Mercedes. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> so I'm in my mom's room. We're cutting up about some other shit. And she's like, oh, what's this? Po you posing in your underwear. <laughs> I said, first of all, there was no cleavage in sight. There was no, like, I was wearing a long jaw. She's like, that's still underwear. And we just looked at each other and stared at each other in silence for like 30 seconds. And I was like, well, anyway, because I looked cute. 
Like, like nice call her. No, immediately I was like, call her online too, because what you're not about to do, I'm whole 24. No, that was like one time, shout out to my cousin Nia, her father. I like swore on my Facebook post and he called my phone and was like, don't you be cussing on the internet? I said, Sir. uncle, I am motherfucking 25 years <laughs> old. What is going on here? Like, but, you feel what I'm saying? I've been cussing. No, I'm telling honey. you, they pick and choose when they want you to be grown or not. Like, still trying to tell me, oh, this is grown folk business. We can't have this conversation. But as soon as my aunt leaves, you want to recap with me, huh? Oh, you want to? No, give me the. We are the whole me group chat. Like, like, no, but when, but when my aunt is in the crib, it's like, oh, go to your room because oh, the this ain't a conversation up, for you. As soon as she leaves, you want to have you a recap. Thought, Nick, you would have thought that niggas was good? a chandelier. The way niggas switch up. Bro. You would have thought niggas was a light socket. <laughs> you would have thought that I would have had to go to the basement and get a breaker. <laughs> okay. Oh so, alright, Kalima, same goes for you. If you had to call a person, would you have somebody to call? In the spirit of reflecting and forgiveness in this year of 2020 well i definitely do but i, I definitely will talk about it when we get back because i need another guy so i so <laughs> absolutely pull up and you know our time's about to run out for this like, segment so i don't want to go to and we so we'll be, up, we we'll be back we'll be back we will be back hey bitches it's kalima I wanted to just let you guys know if you were interested in submitting anything, whether you needed advice, you wanted to tell us a story, but like talking some shit, or you wanted to be featured as a HBIC on this lovely podcast, feel free to email us at yadgb2020 at gmail.com. But until then, please remember that you're doing great, bitch. First of all, I'm not one of those chickens you just throw out the packet, okay? I ain't no Tyson chicken in this bitch, okay? You gotta gotta soak it in vinegar. You gotta soak it in vinegar and salt and then season it. And then I throw it in the the fryer, the grill, air fryer, whatever. But I like Tyson chicken every now and then. You know, know, there's nothing wrong with it, but sometimes it'd be everybody's meal like 24 7, 25 8. No. And we're not doing that. No. But now, skirt, bring it back. Okay, DJ. Tell the people what you just said. We're going to finish up with Kalima and her one person to call. Bring, what's up? Like, honestly, I really don't know. Like, because I've, I've had fallen outs with a lot of people. And I feel like as I'm getting older, it's like, I feel like I've been a scapegoat for a lot of people's bullshit. And I'm not taking away from, like, shit that I've done on my part because I know there's been situations where, like, I definitely could have reacted better. Like, there was this one girl who I had a really bad falling out with over a fucking trip, bro. Over a trip and... But it was kind of like a catalyst of other shit that I really wasn't feeling that this person was doing. Now, do I feel like I could have handled that situation better? Absolutely. But I'm also on some shit where, like, if it does not serve me anymore, niggas don't deserve it. And that's just that on that. 
And I feel like for me, I've done so much with just trying to like wanting to be wanted, wanting to be liked, wanting to be cared for. And it's like, I feel myself, you know, asking, oh, did this person eat today? Did this person do this? Like when I'm going shopping, oh, this person might like this. Oh, Shy might like this. Stephanie might like this. And like, I'm just using y'all as examples because I mean, y'all my bitches and I, I know y'all solid. But I'm just saying like, there'll be times where like, I'll go out the mud for niggas and I'm left empty with nothing. Like right now, I'm kind of just like really putting up two of my fingers with one of my friends who like, you know, last year we was pretty tight. Like, you know, I met this girl in college. Um, I don't know if she listens to this podcast or not. I kind of don't even care at this point if she does, but um, I just feel like, you know, it was one of those things. She always called me when she needed something. Um, I would literally be like, kind of like her therapist, like when she was going through shit, like with friends, with family, with niggas, all of the above, like on some shit. And it's just like, it was never on some shit where like, I can call this person back and invent. Because it's like, ooh, novice is why making me burp. Ew. Because <laughs> I was really, thank you. I was really going through like these first couple of segments trying to hold it in like, but, but like long story short, I just felt like I was filling up her cup way too much. And like I was getting nothing out of it. And it's like now I guess she got a little money in her pockets, which more power to you. Don't know how she's getting this money. I don't even want to know at this point how she's getting this money. But it just kind of feels like now that you got this money, it's like you don't know what your, who your friends are. After I've been in the mud with you. And especially like when we go on trips or something, your money will be dry as fuck. Mm. And here I am, me and my other friends going in to accommodate what we have going on for you. And it's like you can't even, you don't even have the decency in your heart to do that. But then when it hit me up on Snapchat, like, oh, where'd you get this from? Yeah, Hi, Kalima. How are you? Right. That would be a nice change. And it's just like, I just feel like I've always been on some shit where it's like, I'm really not trying to like boast myself up or like try to make it seem like I'm just an angel because I'm not like, I'm definitely have, I'm, I'm a pretty flawed person. Like that's just, I mean, I feel like people have made that known that I'm such a flawed person that like, I've never given niggas the opportunity to let them know, like maybe you're a piece of shit actually. Like maybe you got issues because I feel like fingers have always been pointed to me. Like it's expected for me to be like all over the place. It's expected to me to be overly emotional or quote-unquote dramatic I feel like that's just been kind of like just the the norm for people just to like I've been the scapegoat for a lot of people's bullshit so it's like I'm at a point in my life where it's like 2020 like y'all really tried me and I'm telling you right now 2021 like I'm just really not the one like (laughs) and if I if I have to lose people in my life to inform you that I'm not the one then that's fine because so yeah I don't think there's really anybody that I really need to call I tried that shit with my father that shit did not work because he's on some shit where like oh you you need to call me you need to do this like first of all nigga you went to prison for trying to kill my mother in front of me what the fuck do I need to talk to you about what do I need to go out my way to talk to you about I really try to ask this sorry motherfucker for $300 for a MacBook. And a MacBook don't even cost $300. That's, that's just a portion. Mm-hmm. 
you talking about because I didn't call you soon enough, I can't give you the money. <laughs> Have a good night. And then get right, the kicker. Right. Have a good night, Bob. Here's the kicker. Now you're out here living your life in Pennsylvania with a new wife, taking care of somebody else's kids when you never took care of your own. So it's like, and again, y'all, I'm th- I'm trying to. So I'm sorry that we got mad deep on y'all, but it's just like it has to happen. You know, though. it has to happen. Bitches need help. Okay, what did we say in the first episode we was gonna get to the nitty and gritty. Okay, Hello? the nooks and crannies, and you know this is just what it is because it's like once we you know hit end on this recording, we go back to our lives and we think about these things, and it's just like these are some of the things that I think about. So, you know, I ain't calling nobody. Okay, you, you're mad annoying, so you're getting blocked. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop. Shout out to Yo Pesci. No, for real. But on a lighter note, because I could go on all day. Like, I really could. Um, what's 2021 looking like for you guys? Um, well, I hope and pray to continue to grow um, in love. You know, um, this is the third New Year's that I will be spending with Woogie. Okay. The third. Okay? Because I woke up to that nigga in my bed in 2019, 2020, and now we going into 2021. So I am hoping that, you know, maybe a ring? That would be awesome. Okay, let's okay. sprinkle, sprinkle that over here. And he, better, and he better ask one of us <laughs> Or your sister to go ring shopping with him too. And you know, wow. so and if I'ma not, because we'll jump him. I'm gonna just speak that into the atmosphere because <laughs> you know, you relationships are nothing to play with, and you really go through the ups and downs, and you see the bad and the ugly. And I feel like if you could still wake up to somebody and be able to smile at them, then you know that might just be your one. And me and this man have been through some shit, and sometimes I even want to kill him. But then I think about them bitches on Snapped. Because, <laughs> and... bitch, I'm not trying to watch you on oxygen talking about I'm yeah. poor and I don't got bail money, bitch. I'm not trying to watch you on like a mirror makeup tutorial yeah, talking about. not gonna do it, right? Shaneri Bond was born <laughs> on such and such at such and such. Like, no, I'm not trying to hear all that. Yes, but I mean, just as much as you know, the feeling of wanting to kill him. You know, I sit and I look at him. And I see him with our son and just the amazing dad that he is. And he's also my best friend. Like, we be in this house cutting the fuck up. So, you know, I could go for a lifetime of that. And that's only if God, if that's in God's will, if that's in his plan. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, uh, 2021 is going the fuck up. Okay, September 14th mm-hmm. for my son's first birthday. I can't okay. believe it. Oh, he's really here. Like, you yes. know, he's been here for like three months. He's really here. That was, besides everything that went to the wayside in 2021, um, September 14th at 2.51 a.m. in the morning, when I pushed this boy into the world, it all became worth it. There was no questions. There was no doubts. When those doctors put him into my hands, um, that was it for me. You feel what I'm saying? It's everything for me when it comes to this little boy. So 2021 is only we going up for him, um, praying on a new job so I can continue to stack and make sure that we are good as a family, as a unit. 
um, and just, hello, you are doing great, bitch. We're going to get these listeners up. We're going to get these followers up. We're going to get these supporters up. Um, so everybody across the world can understand what this message is about and what this podcast is about. You heard? Well, no, we heard you. Steph, what's 2021 looking for you? Woo! What's it looking like for you? Everything good. Capital G-O-O-D. Because this year, we was at the bottom, y'all. So, like, like I said earlier, like, we've all equally been damaged this year. So, we know what the bottom feels like. We know what it's like to be in a predicament where we thought, shit, this shit is over. But, look, we still here. I feel like I'm still positive. I'm still showing love. If you post in music, I'm going to repost it if I fuck with it. If you post in art, I'm going to repost it. That's just what I'm here for, to spread love. And you know the food page is busting. Come on. The food is busting. The food is busting. So we're going to keep leveling up with the food. There's a new menu coming. Um, As soon as January pulls up, we're going to wait till after New Year's, you know, so y'all can get y'all money, right? But we're going to come in with a new menu. Hopefully, I have my restaurant space. We gonna speak that into existence. Manifested, manifested. Oh, I will it at Stephanie's restaurant. Okay, so come y'all can on. pull up on me, get your takeout, be a regular. Okay. Come in like Steph. You know, are you gonna you have know, the business order. cards where like you punch the like punch the holes like ten oh, times? Absolutely. Okay. We need, a, we need a reward. I need a rewards program. Yes, you know, because yo, we have to get a keychain that the restaurant. Every single trip, like we see y'all, we acknowledge you all. Thank you so much for all the support. Foodie.state state of mind with two Ds at the end. Please follow, tune in if you're in the Boston area, get a plate. But we're going to fuck up. Like, we need multiple incomes, as we all know. Yes. That's how you become wealthy. And I need the generational wealth because I want a good, like, six little baseball players, you know. Just baseball. All right, Kim, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not even a, not even a soccer so player. I had, to, I had to put in the little, the little you know, saffron. Okay. But I need a little field of kids. Like, as much as I can afford, let's get it popping. Like, okay. That's going to be my ultimate creation. Y'all know I'm a big creative. So it's nothing but positive vibes. Oh. Again, I'm still not a bitter-ass bitch. So 2020 didn't do shit to me. We still here. Come okay. on now. What's it looking like? What's Ooh. going on with Lima Loops? What's Lord. going on? <laughs> well, definitely 2021. Speaking of G's, I'm trying to be in the G that's in lasagna. I'm trying to move in silence. But obviously, I definitely, as far as like with Lima Loops, I'm going to do a rebrand. Mm. It's looking spicy. Okay, we ready. I started a close friends membership on um, Instagram. Just because it's just, I don't want to overwhelm myself too much and bite more that I can shoot or write a check that I can't cash. So we started small with um, the Close Friends membership. It's a one-time payment of $5. Um, I will add the cash app on the bio or the description, but it's Lee Moops as my cash app. And basically what the Close Friend membership entails is pretty much it's exclusive content on what's to come for the 2021 collection. I also want to do like mini tutorials of like crochet stitches and basic like patterns because eventually I do want people to be aware of crochet. I definitely want to get back into like, you know, I definitely love podcasting, so that's definitely up on the radar. Like, you are doing great, bitch, is going to take off. Hello. I also want to do some more broadcasting of, like, my own, like, I'm going to manifest a YouTube channel. 
2021. You got this. I know it's a little like, you know, it's ubiquitous now, but I feel like now's definitely the time to start um working on that. But as far as like me as a person, 2021 is just looking like, you know, I need to just move more in silence because all my life I've overshared just due to the simple fact that I wanted to be wanted. And I'm at a place now where it's like, I want to be able to be happy with myself. I want to be able to look at myself in the mirror and smack my own ass, okay? Okay. As you should. And and, 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 and grab on it, okay? Because okay. a little bit, a little. Just a little. <laughs> real quick just real quick um and just keep being unapologetically me because i feel like i again i really don't want to sound like i'm cocky or some shit because if anybody who knows me i'm really not like that but i will shake the table but i just wanted to um damn before i forget this fucking wine but fuck what the fuck was i about to say that's really crazy how was, i really was about good. to you was i was gonna doing keep some being unapologetic yeah control. that because i sorry for forgetting what the fuck i just said <laughs> no for real and i'm gonna be doing great but what i was saying that i feel like low-key like even when i started lima loops like i was kind of holding back on a lot of shit like i felt like i was living in fear and i was kind of giving a fuck about what outside factors were saying like i stopped a lot of bags because of what other people thought or i didn't want to step on their toes or i just didn't want to outshine but it's just like bitch if i'm shiny i'm like the vaseline that goes on your son's cheeks before he while he's waiting before he waits for the bus okay that's how shiny i am that's real I'm, ba- I'm real baby oil shiny okay I'm real like when you drive in an I-95 and that sun smacks you in the face. That's how shiny I am. Oh, I can't, and I can't deal with that sun in the morning. Well, <laughs> baby, they gonna have to deal with this sun in 2021. Okay. And that's on period. So I just want to get just into a better place. I want to really just take care of Kalima because I just don't feel like I take care of myself enough. And I just want to, you know, love on myself and just not feel guilty for just sometimes saying no. Cause I struggle with that shit That's a, a lot. One. I struggle with that shit a lot. I want to be a better dog mom because you know I'm a dog mother. No drama. Okay. No drama. Um, Ginger's right here right now. Ginger um, always with the crew. You heard. Ginger's a co-host. She's over here, hand handing up, right next to me. Um, she'll definitely. We gotta do an interview for her because you know she really be the head bitch in charge. But there's that. So. Before we go, please, yes. y'all, Instagram, my baby girl, Natalia, she has her shop and retail going on. It is Glass by Nat. You can follow her on Instagram, G-L-A-S-S, period, B-Y-N-A-T. Please go hit her up. Go follow her. She makes custom-made glassware personalized. You can put any in any order. She's going to make it happen. She's shipping all over the U.S., so you know that the prices may go up. But go on ahead, hit that follow button on Instagram. Go on ahead and message her. Listen, Valentine's Day is coming up, and we are talking about Valentine's Day right now because first of for all, some reason, first of, first of all, sorry to be that bitch, but I went to BJ's, you know, trying to get a few protein shakes, trying to get my body ready, shake, cause body, yadi, 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 yadi. And I'm walking by and I see Valentine's Day candy. I'm like, damn, Christmas was three days ago. Honey, you know that they don't give a 
they jump from one holiday. We listen, we live in a land of consumers. First okay? of all, it's giving me real split to the middle. Because <laughs> one leg is at Christmas and the other leg is at fucking Valentine's Day. Yes. Well, Valentine's Day is coming up, and uh, yeah. all the men out there, if y'all really be sitting back thinking that, you know, flowers is cute, chocolates is cute. But if your shorty likes to sip her wine, like your host do over here, and you're doing great, bitch, get her a personalized glassware from Glass by Nat. Okay? And also, we are shouting out our other girl, Miss Jennifer Leone, all the way over in Paris right now. She is starting out her YouTube channel, her YouTube venture. So let's get her follows up too. Like, subscribe, share her videos. She can be found on YouTube, Jennifer, J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R, and that's Leon, L-E-O-N. And now the Leon, the E has that backward little, um, little accent. accent thing on it. My baby girl is very foreign, okay? Um, check her out. She's always been a beast with the makeup, although I still feel a way that she never did my makeup. And was harassing me to do her makeup. You know. Okay? But, so Jennifer, get it together. But baby girl can go <laughs> in on the face. Um, and, she, you know, she's also about empowerment. Jennifer does her makeup to remind herself that she is that bitch. And yes, honey, you indeed are that bitch. So please, y'all, our two fellow ladies, we are sending so much love, giving so much strength and positive and reinforcements behind y'all, business ventures behind y'all. Craft. Um, let's get these ladies some new business, some new followers, some new subscribers, all that. Um, and that's it. Let's do that on that. So happy new year. Happy new year. Once again, we apologize because the holidays, like literally right after Thanksgiving, it was just our scheduling, and you would just you would had just went back to work. So it was just a lot, you know, to kind of just keep up. A bitch can't smoke her weed no more. So when I be when I be coming home, it Girl, just I don't know be, how you do it. Yeah, it, it's it. You know, it's cause I'm breastfeeding. It's cause I'm breastfeeding. Now we we understand why it's just the high. Yes. yes <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. We already got through the W's. It's the H. Yes. yes. Because we all know you a boss ass mom. So okay, I do my thing. Shout out to my baby. Let me go check on him. Y'all, yes. we out. Happy We're New out. Year. Happy holidays. Okay. And remember, if you ain't got nowhere to go on New Year's Eve, just remember you are doing great, bitch. <laughs> Cause I don't know where the fuck I'm going for New Year's Eve. <laughs>